called 911, claiming that he was kidnapped and drugged, and he woke up in Mark Lentusky's basement, and it was like a dungeon basement he was chained up. Murders, mysteries, unexplained stories, and our family's crazy opinions on them all. Join us now. The Family School of Thought is in session. Okay, everybody. How is everybody doing today? Good. Good. Awesome. Hopefully everybody out there in YouTube land is doing well. Starting to get a little chilly around here. Well, there was one day last week where Michigan was the warmest place to be in the entire nation. I know. It was beautiful. (laughs) That was on Sunday, wasn't it? Saturday and Sunday. Saturday. I can't no, it because man, I had the news on, so maybe it was on Friday. Mm, okay, that was nice all weekend. Week I we know that. Like, yeah, usually during the week we have news going all day. So good. Well, what's the weather in Portland? It's oh. really nice. No, it's really nice. Um, uh, it unfortunately was really smoggy and rainy when Mom came out here to visit, uh, and then literally since the day she left, it's been sunny and. Probably like 60s, so like chilly. But I was outside. I ate lunch at a outside bar today, and it was like perfect weather. I had short sleeve shirts on, shorts. So nice. It's nice. been beautiful yeah. ever since. It was like 32 degrees this morning. Yes, but um, it warmed up. I looked at the weather in Portland this morning. It was like 47 this morning. It's been chill, like it's been chilly in the mornings, but it warms up midday. It's really sunny. Right. Okay, well, again, thanks for everybody for joining us. Please like and share. Um, contact us at the family school of thought at gmail.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Okay, with that, just tell us some fun facts for the week. I got some mental floss, amazing facts. We're getting down to the end of the year with these facts. So we're going to have to get a new calendar pretty soon. But so did you guys know the sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel all add up to, take your guesses, what they add up to? 21. No. No. Are you talking about a little bit higher? I don't know. All all the numbers on the roulette wheel, they all add up to one number. Guess what? 100. No. What what numbers are on a roulette? So 8, 12, 57, 59. I'll say 150. I'll say, right. um, I'll say. <laughs> it's a very obvious number. Let's just say that. 298. Okay. 666. Oh, ah. my gosh. Wow. Yeah. The wheel, the, the wheel of the devil. The wheel of the devil. Yeah, there I'll you say. go. Um, and then, uh, so in preparation for a safari in 1908, Theodore Roosevelt bought a snake-proof sleeping bag at <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch. Didn't realize what? that has been that story has been got I around. I didn't realize. Okay. But did he? Did he? Was there a good-looking young boy on the? I, know, that's what I, was gonna ask. 
I don't know. Okay. Were there shirtless young men outside when he bought this sleeping bag? <laughs> Making poses. I don't know. This was 1908. <laughs> I didn't realize the company had been around that long. In 1908, I didn't think that they had stores. They only had like a, a general <laughs> store. And I bet they sprayed that cologne in there. Yeah, oh, it would scare away all the animals. All the animals. maybe, maybe it was so dark that he didn't even realize what store he was in, and he just bought yeah. the first thing. That's, yeah. That's exactly what it is. So, yeah. Okay, I have one more amazing fact. So, for us, around this is Halloween time. We're coming up. Um, one also too, not a fun fact or mental floss fact. But did you know Michigan is like the only state in the United States that calls the night before Halloween Devil's Night? Devil's Night. Yeah. Nobody else calls. <laughs> like we're we're the lone. We're the, the only lone yeah. hand on the map. <laughs> so whenever I call it Devil's Night out here, people are like, What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So okay. So that's a little side fact right there. But um black cats usually are associated with like bad luck, especially in these states, you know, but um in Germany, if one cro- um, comes across your path and it crosses from right to left, if you're in Germany, that means good things are about to happen or the good things are on your horizon. So I need to go to Germany. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, but if it goes left to right. I think it means your, your your downfall is coming. I don't know. It doesn't say that. It just says they have to cross right to left. So huh. you have to have the specific way of going. Those are my amazing yeah. facts for the week. Okay. They're great. Beautiful. Those are amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Mental floss facts. The Devil's Night I learned from TikTok. I didn't realize that that was a big thing. Learned that off of TikTok. So we're the only state that like teepees and causes fires and stuff like that? Well, I don't We're the only people that, that call it Devil's we Night. There's like it. Mischief yeah, Night. Yeah. And like there's some people just don't call it. It's, the, it's not Halloween. It's the night before. So it's like October 30th. Um, right, but that's how you know that the movie The Crow is based in Michigan is because at the beginning of the film they say it's Devil's Night. Now that's oh, an amazing I fact. Didn't know that. Well, there's another so, story. You know. <laughs> the Crow, the Crow has a lot of mystery behind me. Yeah, it does. Oh, it does. They yeah. had they. It's called one of the biggest cursed films of all time because even before. The big, you know, don't spoil it, but the big thing that happened, uh, that like the whole production yeah. was really, really bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I'm, we didn't go back and watch this movie again. Yeah, it's such a I, good movie. I love The Crow. It is. Yeah. And they're I remaking know. it. They just finished filming it. The remake. So. Ooh. Oh, it's be a remake. No. No. I mean, no they're, they're never. They're good, never but... the same if they remake them because it's right. you know you already are expecting from the other movie. Right. Right. right, right. That's what they they call it. Devil's Night at the beginning of the crow. The crow. Uh, the beginning of the crow. Okay, Cass. We want to hear a song. Well, I have a song for you, um, but you may not know this song, uh, "Death Cab for Cutie." And this song is "I Will Possess Your Heart." Um, they the band is known for very melodic songs. Um, kind of on the darker side it's not like uncommon for them to have darker songs um they have songs about you know suicide and stuff like that um but i will possess your heart is kind of it's almost sold as more of a romantic song it's about you know um we have to uh 
Bun will be lovers, lovers at last. Um, lyrics like that, but unfortunately, it also has lyrics um, such as um, uh, there are days when outside your window I see my reflection as I slowly pass uh, the long mirrored perspective, um, as well as I wish you could see the potential, the potential of you and me. Um, so it's actually a song about a stalker who is basically following this girl around hoping that she will fall in love with him. Ooh, crazy. And he wants to possess her heart. Hmm. Uh, that's all I got for you. This, that's the song of the week. The okay. Death Cab for Cutie. I will possess your heart. Okay. I will possess your heart. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, with that. I'm going to start stalking you, Cass, because you're going to possess my... Yeah, I already possess your heart. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Guess, on, you get rolling with the story. It's Jesse's turn. I I have I am prepared. Oh. I have I have the story. I think I've talked to all three of you about it already. So spoil alerts. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't it's know much murder. about it. So okay. It's I'm hearing murder. a little bit more. A little actually, bit more. Yeah. So actually, Cassie, this happened like right before you left for Portland. So that's probably oh, why you okay. didn't hear too much about it. Yeah, yeah. So um this is the case of the murder of Kevin Bacon, not the actor. Kevin so Bacon's let's... dead? <laughs> no, not the actor, Kevin. This is a 25-year-old Michigan man who was murdered. His name is I thought Kevin he was Bacon. from New York. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Let's get into the story. So, <laughs> Kevin Bacon was from Swartz Creek, mm-hmm. so here in Michigan. Um, and this, so this all starts back in December 2019, December 24th, 2019. Um, he decided, so it's Christmas Eve, he decided to get on Grindr, um, which is an app like a dating app that's I think more known for like bisexual gay men use it more often than anybody else I don't know never been on a dating app so I don't know but he decided to get on Grindr Christmas Eve um, to have like a little holiday hookup because he'd found out that like that night that at a family dinner that there was going to be somebody there that he just didn't want to be around didn't want to be with so he said I'm not going to go to the dinner I'm going to get on Grinder, find somebody to hook up with have a good night and I'll go to family Christmas um, breakfast the next day fortunately he never made it to the Christmas breakfast so he was murdered on Christmas Eve or Christmas day of 2019 um, so like I said he's from or he was from Swartz Creek which is not far from us it's in Michigan um I think we're all familiar with this case, though, too, because this happened in Shiawassee County um, in Michigan, which is a very small county. But this is this is where we're from. So this was pretty big news. I remember this happening. I remember this kind of going on. So he left on December 24th. He left to go on his little grinder date that he found around 5 p.m. And then um, planned, like I said, to be at Christmas breakfast the next morning but he never showed up and immediately when he didn't show up for breakfast his parents called the 
police and said, you know, he's not here. This We haven't heard from him. He never came home last night. Uh, his roommate had said, had told the police he went out on a grinder date, you know, and um, so they they began searching for him almost immediately. And I remember seeing Facebook posts on Christmas morning, 2019, on like, help us find this guy. You know, he's he's missing. It was pretty clear right away that he was missing. Um, it wasn't like, oh, you have to wait like a whatever it is, 24 hour period. Um, for, yeah, I don't know. Um, so it was pretty clear he was missing and that his life was in danger. I remember this being like a clear thing from his family. Like they were very scared that he was going to be dead immediately. It was scared that he was going to be dead. Well, so, his work, his work, um, people that he worked with right away said he went on a. Yeah, right. He went on this date and, and he worked as a, one of the people that he worked with, he lived with too. And so they, he had talked to all of his friends. People knew he was going out on the date. So they were worried about that. Um, but he also had a history of um, dealing with depression and had um, in a couple instances had one in 2018, he overdosed on, um, on pills and then he uh, like was self-harming. And then November of 2019, so just a month ahead of this, was cutting himself so bad that it needed like emergency attention and stuff. So his family didn't know what was going to go on or like but they were worried about him being dead from self-harm or you know something serious like that so they began searching fields and they began searching in the areas that he was in um and for like the next three days they'd search they posted things on facebook um and it was like a big surge um and for our listeners who are not aware shiawassee county is a very big farm county very big farm community, lots of open fields. This is December, you know, so I don't remember what the weather was like in, in 2019, but could be snow on the ground. You know, it was, it's cold, um, but they were out looking for him. And unbeknownst to them at the time, he was actually underground and uh, hidden in a uh, hidden like dungeon room in a stone cottage in Morris, this little town of Morris. Um, he was hanging upside down from the rafters by his ankles with his throat had been split and you know, um, pieces of his body were removed from him when um, he was he ended up being found. So um, like you said, dad, his, his coworkers and his um, roommates, they had told the police he's missing. He went on this date with his gr this grinder guy they he had told them who he was going on a date with because he was a local person as well and so they told the police hey go check out this guy ask him if he ever showed up for the date because he was going out on a date with this guy his name is mark lentonsky is that how you say the name dad because i know it's like a big name out in that yeah, area like but that. um but yeah so mark lentonsky he met him for grinder um, they went to his house and he invited them in um, and they, if I remember correctly, I feel like the police went, they showed up, he let them in, they searched his house, he wasn't there and they left. Right. And then it was like the next day they went back to question him more and then that's when it was discovered 
one of the police officers discovered the hidden room in the basement. The, it's um, like this dungeon room. No, the Shiawassee Police Department. The county. Yeah, county. Investigated mm -hmm. it and they couldn't find anything. They went through the house. They couldn't find anything. The state police went in the following that's day. That's right. And that's who yeah, found that's the right. hidden dungeon in there. Yeah, that's, that's, that is correct. Yeah. So is it like a that's, hidden cellar door, like in the floor or like, uh, I don't like, know. It was like a carpet over it? They've never, I don't think anybody has really kind of said it, but it was like a trap door, basically, you know, like a hidden room. I, I, was, I think, I was and I don't know, but I think it was like a, you know, you go down the basement and then there was a wall that had a door in it, but it was right. hidden. Yeah. Uh, that's I was thinking I like some, it. some older houses have like to get into the cell, like into the basement. It's like a pull up door, yeah, no, but because they're like so old, like it's like you, nobody knows it's there unless you like move the carpet and see yeah. it there. No, no, because no, the, the police yeah, no. originally went in through the basement. They just didn't yeah. find. Oh. They didn't realize there yeah. was a door there. Yeah, right. right. Interesting. And that's because I'm like I couldn't find anything in my research on that, but I'm like I remember it being like they went. And obviously, I think it would have been too late, no matter what. But they had went, and he like they didn't find that dungeon. Um, but when so when the Michigan State Police ended up finding the dungeon, the the um, the trap door, they had found Kevin Bacon. He was tied up in the basement. Like I said, he was hanging by his ankles from the rafters, and um, his throat had been slit and. Um, uh, it was later admitted by Mark Latunsky that he had used a pulley system to hoist him up to be able to get the blood out of his body faster um, so that it drained his blood faster. But um, his throat had been slit and his testicles were cut off. Um, and it was later found out that Mark Latunsky took his testicles back upstairs to the kitchen, fried them, and ate them. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah pretty gruesome um and then he also had plans to use his kevin bacon's blood and bones and like crush him up and use him as fertilizer out in his garden and then he had also bought a dehydrator to be able to cut the cut kevin bacon's muscles and make it into jerky so this guy had planned full-on cannibalism with this um it's kind and i this, this is a reason one it, this is like just happening all the stuff is still right now he just got sentenced or um he just um got charged with all these crimes and stuff too so it's it's currently going on uh, but with the jeffrey dahmer show coming out on netflix dahmer like this is literally like a jeffrey dahmer type of a situation um and it really kind of gets like the further we get into it it'll um, it kind of is very parallel on that. So, um, so when they were they the state police came out to Lentugsky's house, he uh, they came out on December twenty seventh. He answered the door in a leather kilt, and that's it. Like that's all he was wearing. And he allowed them in. He was friendly. He was cooperative. He allowed them to search his house without any questions. Um, and then when they found Kevin Bacon, they found the dungeon. They found Kevin Bacon. He admitted to the crimes. He immediately admitted to it and told them what he had planned to do. Um, he had planned to eat Kevin Bacon and, um, like I said, use his blood and bones to help fertilize his garden. 
Um, and so he was arrested and charged with homicide and mutilation of a dead body. Um, and then he, like during the whole process, so this was December, 2019. Um, and then he was arrested. Um, so in like January to uh, 2020, Lint, um, Lintusky, he claimed that Kevin Bacon had asked him to kill himself or to, to help kill him. Um, and asked for his throat to get to be slit. But, um, and I think that was something that people kind of, um, I don't want to say agreed with, but they, they believed a little bit just because of Kevin Bacon's history with depression and self-harm. Um, and so that's something that um, could have been a, a, an actual thing, but police were able to recover messages from Kevin Bacon's phone which in the conversations leading up to them leaving or like him leaving to go on this grinder date, asking Lynn Tusky if he was going to be safe, if, you know, like they were going to be out um, in a public area and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was, it, 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 the police ended up being able to confirm that, that that wasn't really true, that Kevin Bacon didn't ask for Lynn, Lynn Tusky to kill him, um, that, he, you know, he actually committed homicide on that um but funny enough too lynn tusky's attorney tried to get um to try to get those uh charges added to him for assisted suicide along with the homicide and mutilation of a dead body because that would help um assert the claim or um mark lynn uh, claim of kevin bacon asking to be killed so that was the hope for that, but uh, thankfully a judge, the judge that was in charge of that denied that request. And um, so that kind of ended there um, for that. And then in January of 2020, um, uh, Mark Lintusky's attorney entered an insanity plea um, for these crimes. And the judge, you know, they do, he had an evaluation, a, a psychiatric evaluation, and he was in and out of the hospital in like psych wards um, in the month of January. And so the judge ended up ruling that he was incapable um, to stand trial. Um, so in February, 2020, that's, uh, that rule came out. Um, but then a few months later in October of 2020, um, after he continued to be kind of in and out of the psych ward and having psych evaluations, the court ended up reversing that decision and making um, it, putting it in that, he actually was capable of standing trial and he was sane enough to stand trial for, for these actions. Um, so that, that is something that um, I thought was kind of crazy, but they ended up kind of backing up a little bit too. So during the search for Kevin Bacon, they ended up finding his car at the family dollar on Miller road um, in Swartz Creek. So it wasn't that far from where he lived um, and all of his clothes that he left that his house in were in the, car, in the car, his keys, his driver's license, all of his IDs and his cell phone were all inside the vehicle. And so when they found the vehicle and they found all these items, that's when everybody went on like kind of like a higher alert on like something's not right. Like he wouldn't leave his cell phone. He Like this was 2019, 25 year old wouldn't leave their cell phone in a car to go somewhere they wouldn't leave their driver's license in a car 
you know, and like there was questions on why, why were his clothes in the car? Um, kind of a situation on that too. So, um, oh, I meant to. So he had that. to. Have, so he had to have killed him before he even. Well, I, that's not. Or... No, I don't. I don't think so. I there's. Uh, so later on, Lentusky ended up admitting that he stabbed Kevin Bacon in the back. Um, it kind of it like surprising him. So that's how he kind of was able to do that. So it could have happened at that that um the what was it Family Dollar Dollar Store, um. But there was no blood or anything like that in the car. Though. No, there no there was no blood or anything like that. But I have a theory on I think what happened, and we'll get to it because this with Kevin Bacon, this was not the first time that the that Mark Lentusky had had the cops called on him and um had had the cops out at his house and this was not the first time in the three months prior to this happening um so which i think is kind of funny and you know i think one thing too is hindsight is like 2020 you look back and you see all those red flags but you don't see them until after it's too late so october 10th of 2019 so just a couple months before kevin bacon was murdered James Carlson called 911 claiming that he was kidnapped and drugged and he woke up in Mark Lentusky's basement and it was like a dungeon basement he was chained up. He stated that um, him and Mark Lentusky had met, they had flirted, um, they got along. He remembers going to a family dollar, drinking a soda, and then the next thing he remembers is waking up in the basement. Um, and he was waking up in the basement and he was chained up. So he, Carlson, James Carlson was able to free himself by using a butcher knife um, and cutting the leather straps that were binding his wrist. And he carried the knife, ran out of the house, stole Lynn Tusky's, or yeah, Lynn, Lynn Tusky's uh, car keys, and then ran down Tyrell Road, which is where Mark Lynn Tusky, his house was, was on Tyrell Road in Morris. Um, and he called 911 and his 911 call is actually, you can find it on the internet. It's there. Um, I meant to like save it so I can have you guys listen to it, but I forgot to do that. But it's pretty, it's pretty like chilling to like listen to it. You can hear that he's running. You can hear that he's terrified. Um, how did he, he get a whole, how did he call 911? Where was, where, so that's it. He had a cell phone, so he may have taken it was his cell phone or somebody's cell phone. Um, I don't know how he got the butcher knife. That's never been anything that I've been able to find out. But he got the butcher knife to free himself. He ran down the road, and in the call though to the uh to nine one one, he is saying, "I have a knife. Send the police. I am not dropping the knife until I see the police. When I can see them and visibly see them, I'll drop the knife. I won't be a threat." But I'm not dropping this knife because this guy is after me. He's he's chasing after me. The police are literally saying, "Drop the knife." And yeah, he's like, right. No way am I dropping this knife. Yeah, this guy's nope. after me. Yep, yeah. not until you guys have this guy in custody. So he, you can hear in the the call, he is scared. He's in there. I don't know where I am, and they're saying, "Oh, run to like the nearest thing." He's like, "I'm in the middle of nowhere. I have no idea where where I am. I'm lost." So he's you know terrified and again Shiawassee County is a big farm town Morris which I need to look up that 
like the Morris is a very, very, very small town. I think maybe, maybe a thousand people live in Morris. So it's a very, very small town and mostly farmland. So I can imagine where this happened and see like you're on like a dirt road. There's no houses around. There's no traffic lights. There's no street lights. There's nothing. You're in pure like, were, darkness. They, the police are telling him to run down the middle of the street because they're looking. Yes, for him. right. And right. He's exactly. like, "There's no way. I'm hiding. You know, I'm trying to. You yes. know, he's trying to hide in the bushes and stuff, but run. But they're trying to tell him like, get in the middle of the street. You know, so and then the police come. I don't mean to just cut you off, but the police no, are literally right. driving up the road and they're like, drop that knife. Like, drop that knife. Yeah, We're not going to come right. to you and drop the knife. And he's like, there's no way I'm dropping this knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, I wouldn't so, either. Yeah, so, and, I mean, the 911... And he was the, naked, right? Yeah, he was naked. As far as I know, he was run down the road naked um, with this. And so, yeah, he was naked um, with that. Unfortunately, with that, when the police showed up, they, you know, like, they questioned Mark Lentugsky. They questioned James uh, Carlson. And James Carlson decided he didn't want to press charges. So it was just the, you know, like no details really came out during that time. Um, and didn't he, um, and again, I don't mean to cut you off, but he also, yeah. they talked him into going to a house. That's, nope, that's somebody else. Oh, okay. That's a whole nother, okay. that's something different. Yeah. So, um, and I just looked up, Morris is a village in Shiawassee County and the 2010 census there was 927 people living in Morris. So very small, very small town. Um, but yeah, so no real details came out of James Carlson's um, situation. And it wasn't until later in June of 2020 when he filed a federal lawsuit against Mark Lentusky, um, that more details came out from, from what happened in October. Um, and it was there that we found out that he actually was, um, James Carlson was from New York or is from New York. He may still be living there. He is still alive. As far as I know, he didn't die from Mark Lentusky, <laughs> but um, he took a bus from New York specifically to come and have sex with Mark Lentusky. I don't know how wow. they met. I, that That's not something I really um, look too hard into, but. He came specifically to see Mark Lentudski, Um, And then the story kind of stays the same where they met up, they flirted, they went to the family dollar. He remembers drinking a, like a, he says a soda, so a pop, you know, but like drinking a non-alcoholic drink. Um, and then, then the next thing he wakes up and he's chained down in the basement and he's being held captive. So that's kind of where his story led. Um, and I meant to get in to see how the lawsuit has turned out, but I forgot to do that. So I don't know where his story ended on that, but, um, he survived that. So then come November, November 25th, 2019. So a little over a month from James Carlson, a 29 year old man, um, which his name has been redacted from all court documents at this time. So we don't know what his name is. The 29-year-old man called 911, and he was also running down the road um, away from Mark Lentusky's house, um, and he escaped only wearing a leather kilt, which is claimed to be Mark Lentusky's leather kilt that he answered the door in 
uh, when the police showed up for Kevin Bacon. Um, and with, but with this one, Mark Lentowski was actually chasing after him down the road. And so he's on the phone and with the 911 operator and he's like quoted as saying, I'm trying to get away from some creepy guy. And he had me tied up in his basement. So he's running down the road wearing, and this is in November, late November. So it's freezing cold, wearing a leather kilt, running down the road. And this is the 911 call where the operator said, go to a house, go and like try to knock on a neighbor's door, which he did. And he has 911 on the phone with him. He's screaming, this guy's going to like kill him, basically. The neighbors refuse to let him into the house. So he's on their porch and the, the police end up showing up go into that neighbor's house and he's on the porch and um, the neighbors refuse to let him in which again you know like you don't know who this crazy person is you know right. out in the middle I, of nowhere I don't know that I would have let him in so so um you know can't really blame the neighbors on that one but again in this situation the police came they they interviewed both of the the both of the men Mark Ledtusky said I was chasing him because he was wearing my very expensive kilt when he left the house and I wanted it back. And the guy basically said, yep, here's your kilt. Take it. I don't want it. I want to go. Um, and that was kind of the end of it. It ended there. There was no real further investigation into that. Um, and so then December 24th, 2019, what, like basically a month later, Kevin Bacon is murdered um, in same situation. So three months in a row, Mark Lentusky had three separate guys chained up in his in his basement, his dungeon basement, and he killed one and of them. And the cops never followed through with anything. Well, that's what no, I was just well, going to ask. The well, two guys, follow... The two guys would not, not press they charges. Didn't want, yeah. They didn't want to press charges. So the cops said, you know, like, basically, like, hey, you know, this is your, like, you have this kink, you have this fetish, you know, if you don't want to press charges, that's all all we can do. You're safe. He's away from you, mm-hmm. like, and they, you know, like that's that's all they can really do. Um, and then again, it's hindsight. You know, like you look back and like, oh yeah, like, but what are you supposed yeah, to charge them with? But you the know, police, like, I think the police should have been surveying because, I mean, two oh, yeah, it's obviously a pattern. It's right. a pattern. One month after yeah. another, and the cops aren't patrolling that area or going by his house again, because. It's, it's out in the middle of the nowhere, you know. That's, but that's something too. I still, but. we we have we're out in the, in the middle of nowhere. You're not in the middle, middle of nowhere. Not, not <laughs> with Morris. No. police patrol all the time. Yeah, but you're in you're in the se- like city center. Like you yeah, have we're not neighbors. In the city, we're outside of the city, but yeah. the city is very close, and it's a very small yeah. city. So the there's the police officer is police literally everywhere. Right there. Yeah, yeah you live like they six blocks from the police office. They don't go out way far, like where right. I'm sure where his yeah. house was. Right. Um, yeah. I was gonna ask because like, yes, these two men did not press charges, so there's nothing that they can really do. Like that unfortunately, there's nothing that the cops can do. Like there's nothing they right. can do unless charges are pressed. They can't enter his home unless charges are pressed. Um, right. but they, I'm wondering if it's the same police department that answered both of these 911 calls and went to so. his house because they know that they now know that two men are saying he has a basement dungeon 
So why wasn't that? Why that's wasn't true. that for? That's yeah. true. Why yeah. didn't weren't they looking for that? Well, actually, they, okay, this is how way it went. Why? Yeah. No, nothing. Go ahead. I was gonna say uh -huh. what I was gonna say is I yeah. was, I I always There's thought it was spider on my forehead. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Wow. You got a good reaction out of that one. Um, I was going to say, I, I thought it was Shiawassee County Sheriff's Office okay. that investigated This is for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> there you go. Make this yeah. very clear. But, um, so, we know who the sheriff was at the time in Shiawassee County. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yes, I don't. I don't. Okay. Yes. So the, Let's they not were name names. No, 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 no. You can tell me I'm later. Saying, I don't. I just don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. I'm saying at that time. I don't think you know him. Iwasi is a very small town or community. Yeah. The they probably oh, yeah. never heard of anything like this before. No. I never even heard of it. Mm -hmm. Long enough investigated anything like this. So they get a call that there's some weird activity at this house. Involving two men. Well, they go out and investigate it. Press charges. So it's kind of the end of it. Then it happens again. They're like, "Yeah, those weirdos out there are up to something again." You know, who thought? That's kind of yeah. That's kind well, of what I thought. The third time well. now, now, but now this Kevin's family and his friends—they're like, "No, mm -hmm. he went to this person's, went out with this person." They can trace the the call, yeah, through the grinder, you know. That so they knew who it was he went yeah. to, and they're like, he's there, whether he's live or yeah. dead, but he's there. So then, yeah. now they they're kind of forced into going in really investigating this, right? Mm -hmm. But it's a hidden dungeon, so mm -hmm. they come out. Go, well, that's, where... that's when the state police step in because he's got enough people. His family and friends yeah. behind him going, no, no, get out there. It's something right. not. Now the state police come in, and of course they were able to find the. And that's a, and that's what I remember too. I mean, like I said, it, I remember it being like everywhere. It was because this was really local for us, you know. Like, it, you know, Kevin Bacon was from Swords Creek, but really this happened in Morris. This happened in our county. Right. Um, that's where, like, it it was it was all over social media you know it was a big thing and that's what i remember too but i i agree with you it's i think this is where it runs kind of parallel to jeffrey dahmer where the police didn't really investigate because they didn't want to they're like oh we don't know anything about this this is your thing it's two guys right, right. we don't want to deal with it you know right. um i've also found out some information from the just recently for like the sheriff's department who were there and they're just they're very conservative on the political side let's just put it that way so i think of that's course. something you know like again entertainment purposes we don't want to like name names or anything but that's um something too that uh what we can talk about offline i'll give you the like, i know I, and my, so, my um, thing is i don't think they were you know, try I don't to think hide it was, anything. No, it, it was, was just like over a, their head of anything yeah, they could exactly. comprehend. Exactly. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and when they started hearing the details, it's like I, I don't want to hear about that. That's crazy. Yeah. 
and I also think too is that again, Shiawassee is a small, small county. I mean, you know, it's a small community. People, you don't imagine that somebody like in in our county would be capable of doing something like this. This is something that you hear about in New York, or you know, you hear about in LA. These big, big cities, you know. you know, this is some is so. I think that was part of it too. It's just this was something that uh, nobody could even fathom at the, being the end result. Right. So, right. Um, right. so um, but so Mark Lentusky, um, kind of getting into a background of him, he was deemed at the time a self-employed chemist, which Dad, you and I talked about. Like, what does that mean? But it makes sense on, like, if he's drugging these victims, he's probably making the drugs himself. You know, he's a self, self-employed self chemist. Um, Walter Whitenet. And that's what exactly. <laughs> yeah, just making crystal meth, you know. That's what I think, though, yeah. So, um, but he was. You know, it's not uncommon in small towns anymore. Right. Right, exactly. Well, and he got his bachelor's of science degree in chemistry from our alma mater, CMU, so Central Michigan oh. University. For people that don't know that, um, he got a master's <laughs> in chemistry from Iowa State University. So he had a master's degree in chemistry. So he knew what he was doing. He worked for Dow Chemical, um, which is a big company in Michigan. Although he was fired, yet I don't know. I didn't really look into it. Like he was fired though from Dow Chemical. I want to say in like around this time, right? Was it, do you know what time? Like, I think it was probably like a couple of years before this. Like 2016 is what I was thinking. But, His um, wife left him and he had, was a, married and had yeah, family. Sorry. Yeah. His wife left him. He was married and he and got, had four kids. And then he got remarried to a man in 2016. And I remember too. So, and his, the, I don't know if I'm assuming they're not married anymore. I, didn't really look into it too much, but he was married to um to a guy who he met on or they met on Grinder, which is kind of weird. But they got married, and I remember his husband was kind of highly investigated during this time because was he accomplished? Was he an accomplice? Um, but it ended up kind of coming to that he wasn't living in the house, so I think they were separated uh, when this all happened and stuff too. But I think. Yeah, he lost his job. He got divorced from his wife. He got remarried to a man, and it wasn't working out. Um, but both his ex-wife and his husband, I don't know if it's ex-husband, um, both said that he had some mental disorders, and if he went off of his medication, he would get kind of, like, psychotic, you know, but they never thought it would come to this level where he would murder somebody. Um, but they kind of, they both kind of mentioned in interviews that they thought he had went off of his medication and that's kind of what caused all this. Um, but the, the trial just happened. So, um, he pled guilty for, um, for the murder of Kevin Bacon in September of 22. Uh, so last month he, um, just pled guilty. Um, and then he was just found guilty for uh, first degree murder in uh, on October nineteenth, so just last week, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like last week. Right. So this is like still kind of ongoing because his sentencing isn't until December, 
But yeah, so he just was found guilty for first degree murder. Um, and so it, during the investigations, though, they found that um, he, like, doing searches on his phone and on his computer, he was searching and buying knives and he was searching cannibalism, uh, like, ways to do, like, be a cannibalist. Um, so he had, like, premeditated um, murder instincts, I guess. I don't know what you want to call that, but he was doing this prior to like days prior to Kevin Bacon's murder, but this was going on. I think that was the plan all along with all three of these men was to do this, um, to like murder them and eat them and, um, be cannibalists and stuff. So, but I do want to, so, um, Shiawassee County judge Matthew Stewart. I wanted to give him kind of a little shout out because he was the, the judge for this. Um, he's the one that found Lintusky guilty. Um, and he is quoted as saying, the court finds that this is a crime of cold calculation. Kevin's Bacon, Kevin Bacon's death was Mark Lintusky's design. So I thought it was a really good quote. Um, Matthew Stewart is a pretty big judge in our county. Um, but, and I think he's very well respected in our county. But, um, that, I thought that was kind of nice. Again, it's just happened last week, so it's still kind of like ongoing. I think it's still boggling to people in the community on like what happened and what's going on. Um, and this will continue through like the next couple months because his sentencing is, um, like I said, it's on uh, December 15th of this year. So he'll be sentenced. He's looking at life in prison with no, no chance of parole. So I think that's something he, oh, I forgot to write it down. I think he's like 52. I want to mm-hmm. say he's in his early fifties, um, but the story is like it's still ongoing, but it doesn't stop there. It gets even worse, and so get even worse. the house, the murder oh, house, it's for so, sale. Yeah, I, there you go. So this has been an ongoing thing since 2019. Since the murder of Kevin Bacon, it's not just about the murder. It's about the house as well. So, Shiawassee County Sheriff's put the house in a silent auction back in February of 2020. And so because the of house, back taxes. Because he hadn't because paid his because taxes. Yes, because he hadn't paid his taxes. So, because of back taxes. So, they, they put it up for sale. The crime scene tape was still on the house. Like, it had not been cleaned. It had, you know, like... It went on to the silent auction, um, went up for sale. The minimum bid was $80,000. Um, and that was because that was the price that was still owed on the house. Um, and so in the house at that in 2020 was valued at $110,000, um, which I think is kind of like a common, that's a pretty standard, I guess, in this community. Pretty I guess. cheap. But it is it's not a really cheap. nice yeah. house. It's- no, it's not a very nice house. No, and it's, it's a stone, like a field stone cottage. So like large field boulders, field stones. Um, it almost looks like a church too. Like yeah, it, it's right. got it like a very like, cathedral yeah. looking. Yeah. yeah. For me, when yeah. this first happened, the first time I've seen it, because I know somebody that lives very close to it, but um, yeah. it looked to me like a really old, just a little. Um, it's like a farmhouse. Nice and somebody had put a facade on it. 
yeah, oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. it was never really a stone right. cottage. Yeah. Okay. And I, I assume yeah. those stones are not real. They're probably that. Probably not. Uh, no, they're just, yeah. It, yeah. Well, they tried to make it look like something that it wasn't. Yeah. 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 And it's right. an old house. Yeah. It's an old house. Yeah. Well, but um, so. I didn't see. What, what? I, didn't, I didn't see any pictures of the house. It's and, in, the and, one I seen is black and white, so it's like it like it, they're making it look very, it very old and like yeah. yeah. The yeah. family, yeah. His, his family is a very prominent family in the area. They have lots yeah. of mm -hmm. uh, farmland and stuff, so this right. no doubt was probably part of their family history. Right for mm -hmm. yeah for generations and stuff, and that's what I was thinking. So. Um, so for that silent auction, there were only four bidders on the house, um, and they were not allowed to view the inside. They had to bid for it, um, just by looking on the outside. Um, there was one millennial aged person that was a bidder, didn't give a name. I like, I can't remember where I got this information from, but they basically said, Hey, my, one of my friends it cleans up dead bodies. So we don't mind, like, they don't mind the gory stuff. I don't either. Um, and uh, he's quoted as saying, or he or she, they, they're quoted as saying, I heard that the house had trap doors inside it. So a couple, at least one of the bidders of the four was more interested in the house on just the, the creep factor, I, it kind of sounds like, mm -hmm. you know. So it's just one of those things that, you know, like, I don't know. Um, but the winning bidder um, bid, um, and it was like around $101,000. I found a couple different things that said different numbers, but we'll just, it was around 101000 or 101, yeah, 101000 Am I saying that right? Um, so, and that was sold to Stephen uh, Dial, I think is how you say his name, and his son, Alex. Um, his son Alex is the one that actually did the bidding, um, because Stephen wasn't there. But they ended up moving into the house. They they bought it. They were living there. Um, and Mark Ladusky's brother Paul, um, was upset about this, and this became a big story, and it's still kind of happening right now as well. But he has um attempted to, or he had attempted to redeem the property. Um, and right before the auction, Paul had obtained an emergency order naming him the conservator of the property, um, trying to keep it in the family so he would be the owner of it. And his reasoning was he wanted to be able to preserve the property and the house and the property inside it for his brother in case he was acquitted for this case or in case he didn't serve that much time and he was able to come home and be comfortable in his own house. Um which, um, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, so there's, a lot, there's a lot of history in that house then. I bet there's bodies hidden throughout that whole house. Well, so that's that's a theory. But so he went and he got, uh, apparently got this emergency order so that he be, he became a conservator. Um, and instead of going to the auction to say, hey, the auction's off, I just got this emergency order. He went back to the house because, Mark Lintusky's ex-wife supposedly was there trying to get items out of the house. And so he was, he said, I didn't go to the auction because I was trying to protect the property from his, from Mark's ex-wife. Um, mm -hmm. And so 
um, the Dials, the father and son, were able to buy it in the auction, and they bought it. And then after that, um, Paul Latunsky attempted to redeem the property at least twice, um, which he basically tried to take it away from them. And he was actually, uh, he was charged with a felony assault in connection to this property um, that involved two people with a shotgun. And so no shots were fired, but apparently he had taken a shotgun and chased two people off the property is what kind of came about that. Um, and that was in, Mar uh, in March of 2020. But then he was um, cleared of all charges for that. So I thought I remembered that. And again, this is for entertainment purposes only. Mm -hmm. I thought he had broken into the house twice and was arrested. That's what twice for that's what I that's oh. kind of what I the, so Mark, his brother the, the broke into the house after it had been house. sold to that to, father and son. So, that, yeah. so now his brother mm -hmm. broke into that house twice and was arrested twice for breaking and yeah. entering. Yes. But and then, that's, and that's, what's that's he what I was for? remembering. Well that's we nobody right. knows. Well, nobody what would he knows. Be but, for? but he was cleared of all charges for those you know, like there was no breaking and entering charges. It was a felony assault with a shotgun. And I think it was, he was really charged with the assault because of the shotgun, but he entered mm -hmm. the house, you know, like that's something too that like I heard as well. Um, but then he ended up filing a lawsuit against the father and son because he was named the emergency, you know, the emergency conservator of the property. So they didn't really own the house, even though they bought it from the auction. And so it's been in a legal mess since the sale in February of 2020, since it sold. Like the day it sold, it became this huge mess. Um, and he ended up, so Paul Lutonsky ended up evicting the father and son from the house in September of 2020. So they lived there from maybe February to September. Um, and then they were evicted from the house and just I want to say it was just last week or the week before. So just in the last couple of weeks, Paul Lentonsky won his, his civil case, his civil lawsuit, and was awarded $1 million for the property. Yeah. And now so, he owns the property. So He's the owner of the property, won this lawsuit. Brother won a yeah. million dollar lawsuit against the county. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I agree. He yeah. should have won. He should have won the the lawsuit against the county because back yeah. taxes or not you can't just like randomly decide like the Shiawassee Police Department can't yeah. decide to remember, sell somebody's house because we talked about this at work a lot because one of the people lives right there and it's a hot topic uh -huh. but I remember when they sold that house I mean this was still under investigation I'm like why right. did they sell right. that house yeah. right Right, like you, know, you can't yeah. just sell I mean, this house while it's in I under investigation. Dead bodies out in the yard, you know, yeah. out in the, that's, in the farm. That's the thing that, it's the farm, right. so they should be. Right. But so it was really odd that they sold that house so quick. Something yeah. was up, and that's and that's a, so for our listeners, for like to just kind of backtrack a little bit, the murder happened on December twenty fourth of two thousand nineteen. That house sold in a silent auction in February. 2020 so two months later 
it sold right. in the in the auction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what, and that's I think something too that like the whole county was kind of like, wait, what's happening? Because again, it sold in the silent auction with the police tape up. It hadn't been cleaned. It hadn't been scrubbed. Like you know, like they it was as is basically. Um, right. But. I did yeah, that's read super odd, story. and he definitely he should have won a lawsuit. Like I, I, a million dollars seems like a lot, but yeah, he has a lot of grounds to stand on for that lawsuit. Because he bought it for a hundred and ten thousand. No, 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 no. He didn't no, buy no, the he house. Bought it. No, he no, bought he like a uh, father and son who had nothing to do with Mark uh, Lintunsky yeah. bought the house, but it should have yeah. never been sold to begin. It it shouldn't have been sold it outside of the sold. family's. Yeah outside of the family's yeah. you know will wait a minute wait a minute who won the civil so- suit the brother his or brother the- yeah his the brother, brother mark the mark tusky yeah. the murderer's brother won a lawsuit against the city the because so he, or the county because he what happened to, so what happened to the money that the guy and the son the father and the they son paid off the taxes yeah okay so mark kills Kevin Bacon. In this house, right? Right. Yeah, I know. Now they catch him. The county now takes his house because he was back on taxes and sold it. While well, he's still under investigation. To pay for his back taxes, right? So this mm-hmm. guy and his son buy the house. Well, now Mark, the murderer, his brother, first is arrested twice for breaking and entering in that house. Why them father and son own it? Well, that's very suspicious. Why would you, you know? Right. But yeah. But in the end, he sues the county for a million dollars because they had no right to sell that house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand mm-hmm. that. Okay, I don't believe it ever went through foreclosure. But, they just mm-hmm. said, no. hey. They, all yeah, of a sudden, right. his, right. the 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 brothers getting arrested and. And they but didn't the go to the house to investigate when all the murders were going on and everybody was calling 911 on it. They couldn't find, figure out he didn't pay his taxes when all these then, investigations were going right. on. Well, you can't, you can't really, you can't go, you know, like you can't, that's like, oh, I'm going to go get separate, blood today. They're going to two tell, separate yeah, things yeah. going. Yeah, it's too, but, but on top of it though, too, is that like typically like when someone dies, I mean, I know obviously Mark Lentusky didn't die, in this situation but like typically like if somebody dies and you still they still owe money on their house guess what their next of kin is responsible right. for whatever is that's owed. what i was thinking i don't know i'm not so. sure that that's the way that works or not because i know if you get like a um well you can get around it you have to drug do- if you get arrested for drugs they can compensate your car they yeah, can take right. the property yeah. you know what i mean right so that might have been the case here too Right, you know, because he yeah, owes back yeah, taxes. Yeah, still, so yeah, not while it's still under investigation. So the cop, right. like with a drug case, they would take, they would take possession of the car. It would sit, and it in like a lot until the investigation's over, and they cannot sell it until it, the right. investigation is over. Yeah, so the fact that it was still under investigation, still like even if like oh the investigation ended that day, we didn't need the house anymore. Like there's just no reason for you to sell it that fast. Like you should, it should have, there, and they it's clearly it. that the family is asking you to not like do like not to sell it. You're dealing with the brother getting these, you know, conservatorship mm-hmm. papers. So like, obviously he's in contact with you saying don't sell yeah. this house. So they, I, 
I uh, I agree with the st- like the him winning that case. Like, there's just no reason. For it's them just to it's like one that. of those right. Yeah, and, he's crazy and too, and there's like, no reason for him to break into okay. the house. But but, then he's, but, but then the he's state should not have done that. that father and son the $80,000 that they bought the house for. They should have known better. You know what? No, you know what? I'm pretty sure. And again, this is for entertainment purposes only, because I'm trying to now think about back on this. I think he bought the house back from the father and son. That's it. Yeah. And then, yeah. And I think that's it. Yeah, I think yeah, that you is know what, what happened. Because that's what I was thinking. It seemed like I had heard that it ended up going back to his brother. Yeah, the house the bought the it went to a father. But I also, yeah, and I I think that is correct. I think he ended up buying the house back from the the father and the son. But I I read in a story too that and this I don't remember where I read it from. So and it may be incorrect, but. The father's son who bought it basically told the county sheriff, who is still the sheriff now, that like we'll pay whatever we want to win, so we'll we'll do this. And it seemed like based on the story that I read, it seemed like it was like a shady deal to begin with between the father's son and the and the, the sheriff of the yeah. county. Yeah. You know, and so that's something mm-hmm. too. I wouldn't put that, that sheriff. That sheriff is, has had a lot of investigations under his, like under him, for fraud and for embezzlement things. And again, I don't want to name names. I don't want to like say anything. This is for entertainment purposes. Again, these are these are local only. rumors. These are local rumors that I'm getting flyers about in my mail every single day. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Oh no. Yeah, is, is he up for re-election? Is that what you're saying? He is running for. I want to. He's running for oh. something with the county. It's not sure. Mark is getting out on bail, and he's going to run for prosecutor, right? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, no, we're. So this is like I don't know. I thought it was a fascinating story. I mean, it it's is. Kind of captivating. It really is. Unfortunately, captive. It's it's really captivated our community. I think one because. We don't have things like this happen in our area. Two, this is really like, and and on top of it, this isn't just captivating to our little Michigan town in our county. This made worldwide news. This was reported on in the UK, in the UK, um, whatever, Daily Mail or whatever that news. Yeah. I mean, it was reported there. It was, there was a story about it in the Rolling Stones magazine. There were, you know, like, there were celebrities that made comments about him. One of them was Kevin Bacon. Yeah. I'm sure there was so many news stories, like stories. The first, like, when it, like, all of the, like, the news stories was Kevin Bacon is found murdered by cannibal. Like, there had to be, like, uh, like a yeah. million, like, yeah. like people, yeah. I feel like, Kevin Bacon's dad, like, R.I.P. Kevin Bacon. He's just sitting in his house like, what? Uh, what? I'm so alive. <laughs> and that's it. So, like, and I know I looked up his, um, what he did. It was, like, on Instagram, I think. Um, Kevin Bacon. After Kevin Bacon's comments about it, he posted a picture of Kevin Bacon, the victim, the murdered victim in this story. Um, and Kevin Bacon, the, the murder victim, was a hairstylist and he had plans he mm-hmm. you know like in the backstory of his life too he was bored of being in this area which 
it's a very sleepy community you know there's not very much much around um flint is like right next especially for great you know especially with like swartz creek your next closest town is flint and it's not a great area you know um but he had dreams to get out of the the county dreams to get out of the state and he had actually had plans in 2020 to move to chicago and like stay with some friends and built his his career because did i say what he was a hairdresser like a hair style um he went to school for cosmetology and stuff um and so he had you know like planned to move to chicago and build his clientele out in chicago where because he was flamboyantly gay you know he was known for having very bright colored hair like pink purples you know and he was very open about his lifestyle and again we live in a very unfortunately very conservative area where it wasn't viewed very well and um so you know like he he i think i think that was part of his depression and you know just he had bad body image he had you know low self-worth just because uh, you know i think of those reasons um so he wanted to get out of this area to be in a place that was more accepting of his lifestyle Mm -hmm. and um so it's kind of it's a sad story that he he was 25 so just a baby and uh when this happened and um i do think so the other guy though two that escaped in november he was i think i said 29 and then the guy that escaped in october i want to say was in his 40s so they were all quite a bit younger than mark latonsky mm-hmm. but and the yeah. guy that one that was from new york mm-hmm. he really didn't even want to come forward but he kind of was forced to in yeah, and so he ended up filing a lawsuit, and I did look it up. So he filed a civil lawsuit against Mark Latunsky, and unfortunately, that lawsuit was dismissed in February of this year, so February 22. Um, and it looked like his a Detroit area attorney from Marco Law Firm, um, which I'm I'm familiar with. Uh, they withdrew the case. So th- the story that I saw is on MMI. his own lawyers. His own lawyers. His own lawyers. So it doesn't give any reasons why the story just says that they tried to reach out to Marco Law Firm and they were they were unsuccessful. So that's coming from M Live. Um, I don't feel like his part of the story is getting the notoriety that it probably should because he's a a pretty clear witness on what happened and what could have happened um well but yeah especially with what we know of paul the brother of mark yeah um yeah i wouldn't put it past him to maybe uh be an intimidating factor of why both men have not pressed charges right right uh especially you guys say that the family is very prominent in the area they Mm -hmm. probably were paid off or intimidated not to you know, he had charges against Mark. In, he had kids that were in school. Yeah, right. You four, know, kids. four kids. Yeah. Um, also, and that's, again, Morris is a very small town with right. only like nine hundred and thirty people. The last two thousand ten cents. Neither of the two 
men who survived were probably from that town, so they're outsiders they in the area. No, matter of fact, right. the one it's really interesting because you can listen to their 911 calls on the internet, yeah. both mm -hmm. of them. But mm -hmm. the one who was running down the street and they, they were trying to get him to run in the middle, he thought he was in Detroit. And yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot. There. Yeah, yeah. So he, he had he planned on meeting him at the Flint Bishop Airport, where that's where he met him, not or the bus station. So yes, he, the bus station, yeah, he met the bus, this guy yeah. at the Flint bus station. This guy thinks he's going to Detroit. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, but I guess. Him, and that's it. For viewers, it's like an hour and a half to two hours from Flint that's, to Detroit. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. nowhere yeah. near Flint. Yeah. But well, I think, too, Dan and I have that conversation, their, too. Their app thing they're doing, you know, right. he's selling them from Detroit. Which, I'm gonna meet people... in Flint, and I'll, I'll, I'll come and get you in Flint and take you back to Detroit. Yeah. That's his understanding. Well, so I was going to say, which up, for people outside of Michigan don't realize that, like, even when I talk about I'm from like, Michigan, yeah. and, like, people are like, oh, well, you can just go to Detroit. And I'm like, no, it's like the bottom of the state. Like, you can't just go yeah, to Detroit. Yeah. So it's for people out of state, It it's, you know, if you don't Google it, or even if you do, you're like, okay, these two places must be able to get from one place right. to the other. Right. Right. It's about an hour away from Detroit. Right, right. Yeah. So he thinks he's going to meet him in Flint, and then they're going back to Detroit where he lives. Yeah. Well, he he gives them that drink right away. So when he wakes up, he thinks he's in Detroit, and that's what he's telling the that's what he's telling the nine one one caller. I'm in Detroit, but I don't know where. Which, you know, for especially if I was a prosecutor in this case, you know, in the defense is trying to say that Mark is unfit. He's, you know, mentally unfit for this trial. Mm -hmm. That right there tells you if he's telling them he lives in Detroit, right. he has right. he clearly knows he's doing yeah. something he's and that. he's, yeah, he's planning that yeah. he's trying to lie yeah. to them. And again, well, like he's he... out of state people who don't know the distance that we would have to cover to go right. from one place to the other. The fact that he gave them a drink that's going to knock him out at the, store i mean that tells you but that but he knows but that's the thing is like even the drugging part it's kind of, it's hard to if these people don't get blood tests it's hard to yeah. prove that they were drugged so right he knew that if they woke up he didn't want them to say oh well he picked me up in flint we're in flint right you know? right, he right, didn't, right he didn't want yeah. he didn't want them to know where they would be if he thinks they he's woke in up. Yeah. Right. right right exactly but I also think, too, again, James Carlson is the guy from New York. He was taken, kidnapped, and, you know, like, chained up in the basement in October. The next guy whose name has been redacted was in November. Kevin Bacon happened in December. So it's one month after another. And if you look at it, too, looking back at it, with James Carlson, he got, he was able to escape, cut himself free with the leather wrist cuffs with a butcher knife and ran down the road with the butcher knife. The next guy with the redacted name in November was able to escape wearing a kilt, but he didn't have any weapons on him when he escaped. We don't really know how he escaped, but it kind of it shows a pattern that he was doing things and improving how he was doing them to keep mm -hmm. 
you know, in the end result with Escalating. Kevin. And that's something too, that you're right. And with Kevin, he stabbed him in the back, surprising him. Most likely he stabbed him in the back, like in the kitchen, you know, you're like, hey, okay, this is, again, too, James Carlton, the first victim was from New York, not around, not familiar with the area. The second victim, we don't really know where he's from, but probably not familiar with it. Well, Kevin Bacon is from Swartz Creek. He knows this area, mm-hmm. you know, because Swartz Creek and Morris are very close. He knows where he's at. He knows the, the area. So that's where my mind went is like, okay, I'm going to stab him. Like, we'll meet at my house. We'll drink. We'll have some fun. And I think some of it, too, is maybe Mark Latunsky got them to come back to his house because, hey, I have this sex room that we can use and it is people yeah, have that no, fetish of they, being did, they were aware of that yeah but still even yeah. the um right right none right. of them though none of them they were all drugged in flint right or right. probably and not so kevin though none of them actually that's... went to the house on their own right and none that's of... what so with and oh i never went back to so with kevin bacon because his car was at that family dollar or whatever the dollar store was. I can't remember now. He was at that family dollar. His clothes were in his car. So I think what happened is they met up. He got drugged at the family dollar. Mark Latunsky probably took all of his clothes off, left all of his clothes in the car and put them in, like stuffed him in his car and took them back. So he could have stabbed him in the back at the family dollar. But it sounds, you know, like, it, to me, I always had the impression he stabbed. In the well, that's what I had the impression that Kevin Bacon went willing or knowingly to the house. He knew that where his end destination. No, he got and drugged. He got, he got drugged. He got drugged at the family dollar. But he went knowing what is he was doing. Is that proven? He is it proven that he was no. drugged there? Because I think I think he probably went there willingly. And then Mark took his car to that family dollar because he had been to that family dollar before. And yeah, that might that could be. I don't think it's so. not that far. I think he met from. him at the Family Dollar. Now, and and I don't think he would have put him in the car naked. And said, "Yeah, no, that's neither. what I'm thinking." Like, so there's no way he's going to put him in a car naked and nobody's going to notice. So yeah, I I well, really, I, think was, I believe his uh, theory that he was probably Kevin at Bacon. Mark Mark's house, and then he took that car. And dropped it off at the family yeah. dollar and probably got so the, it was got a family away dollar. Yeah, hold on. I'm looking up the directions because I want to say they're very close to each other. Well, the, um, I remember the um, girl that worked with him, who was his best friend. I think they lived together. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. She said, you know, he was excited to go. He knew what yes. he was getting into. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was not, he was, it was going to have some yeah. crazy time, you know. And he said, no, okay. I hope I this see is, you tomorrow. Okay. I mean, and it was going to be that yeah. crazy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, so here, oh, I just did a Google map of where Mark Latunsky lived compared to the Dow, the family dollars is on Miller Road in Swartz Creek. It's 20 miles away. So, the, so yeah, I think, and, and Kevin Bacon is from Swartz Creek. So I bet you that was like, hey, let's meet up at this family dollar will take my car back to my house. He got, they probably got talking and hooking up in the car kind of thing, drugged in the car. I, you know, like, I don't know what, you know, like that kind of stuff in, or who knows, whatever. Or he could have had an extra pair of clothes because 
he had planned on staying that night and like yeah maybe i'll see you that tomorrow. is true like, that's a good point you know, he had already planned on spending the night so he probably had yeah. another set of clothes yeah so and i know people that he have left almost his phone. identical he clothes. Left his phone, though. no and that's what i think he was taken away from the family dollar unwillingly at, yeah. at some point you know kind of thing but I know people that wear the same exact clothes every single day. They look exactly the same, but it's a different shirt. It's just identical to the one they wore the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, so I think that's something too. Where like he and the thing, Kevin Bacon, it was over six feet tall. He was a bigger guy, so that's something too. Like he's a very, he was a very. That's what large I was thinking. Guy. Like mm-hmm. I don't want mm-hmm. like the the idea of this Mark, who is muscular but like him literally hauling dead like you know into a car like it just doesn't make sense to me i think what happened was they met at the family dollar Mm -hmm. and for him to leave his phone he probably got in mark's car and in the car motioned him over and told him hey hop in and we'll decide what we're gonna do yeah but still Especially a twenty-five-year-old, your phone don't leave you. You're no, not gonna right. Go. That's what I'm if saying. If even yeah. if you say, "Come on, right. come over to this car," you're grabbing your well, phone. Well, I think. Well, because well, it could two, be. It could be like Mom said, Mark, where he motions him over, and then once he's drugged, Kev, or Mark knows that he can't have that phone on him because it's got even if it's it's yeah. gonna it's gonna someone's gonna use the GPS and to I, find it at his house. And that's so a, he goes and, and puts it back like, in the car. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I feel like yeah. everything was in the car, the keys, the but yeah. Right. No, for sure the other two were drugged mm-hmm. before they even went anywhere. Right. They went so I'm house. assuming right. that's what yeah. happened to him too. Exactly. Drugged yeah. right there. And yeah, well, he's and probably think, yeah. heavy guy, but if you're planning that, you probably have a dolly or you have something to yeah. get him. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Or or I think too, you have like, something to right. I think or, that. I, think I really mom think was that saying, they, though, too, is he that talked him they, to going into his car. Right. And then, and then he it. kind of, well, I, and the thing, though, too, is that I think you're right, Mom. I, maybe that's what happened. He drugged him just enough that he was, you know, very fluid, I guess, you know, and then took his stuff, put it back in his car, drove yeah. to his house to the point where he could still walk, but he was drugged. You know, think about being drunk, but you're right. not passed out drunk yet. But you're able to walk and move and talk and communicate. And then once he gets to the house, he stabs in the back, drugs and more, whatever, takes him to the basement, holds him up. And then, you know, like at that point, once he's in the basement, now he's completely unconscious because he's drugged out. So I think, I, that's, you know, that's something, too, that could have happened. I and, agree with you because I think even the like the stabbing in the back, I think, uh-huh. unfortunately, like you said, Jess, I think he learned from the first two that, like, I, I, yeah. he probably he wanted uh, the satisfaction of two, uh, like the people being alive when he strung them up and right. cut their throats. But he knew right. that he couldn't do it this time because his other two victims had escaped at that point. Right, right, and that's what. Yeah, he learned from. So he got mistake. smarter as. The and that's something too, off. like, or maybe I don't, you know, because he's the one that said that he stabbed him in the back. But I'm also thinking too, like, oh. I'm going to do this. I'm going to stab this guy in the back. So when he does come to, he's in so much pain from being pain. stabbed in the back that he's worried about that and not able to just run away. You right, know, right, right. Too, where the other ones, it doesn't well, sound injured, like they were really injured. Not bad, but right. He's injured. Yeah. right, right. 
Yeah. I, you know what I remember thinking mostly too is remember that um, uh, movie "Don't Fuck with Cats." Yes, that's what yes. I was thinking. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Where these people literally hook up with people. Mm-hmm. Okay, you come over. We're gonna have sex. It's in a dungeon, and I'm gonna take movies. Well, who does that? Who would like well, who comes from New York? Drop from all the way from New York to have sex with somebody, knowing it's gonna be bizarre. That is I mean, a like, little right. It, it's bizarre to us, but that doesn't right. mean that it's you know this this right. isn't like something that's new. This is something that's been around since ancient Roman times. Like they, these aren't. Right new things we just well, find them weird because we are from I mean, a small community where we, don't find, where, yeah. where we don't find it you know uh, yeah interesting but that yeah. doesn't mean that it's not a thing that people don't like even that there's it's people can do this without you know murdering people without this danger well, there I'm is safe ways to do this sex, it's gonna be with somebody i know pretty well not somebody i just met well, well unfortunately, too, in yeah, Sports Creek, saying? there's not, not gonna do a huge LGBT community. Right. So, right. And that's what yeah, he's you, already you talked about, to... how you have to find people to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I don't know. And then I also, I want to mention, too, I just remembered, I want to say. You know what? Um, remind me to ask for... you something after this video, because I got an interesting take on that. Okay. I, I want to say, and I'm, I want to, my memory may be wrong on this, but I want to say I remember the reason that they were able to locate Kevin's car at the Family Dollar was because of the GPS on his phone. They were able mm-hmm. to, 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 to locate it off the GPS on his phone, and that's how they And what it. I don't understand is they have cameras. Why didn't... Why didn't the police and family dollar get the survey and, 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 family family dollar. Dollar. <laughs> and they could have found out and that was what, another reason how did you get into the car I mean they they had to have found out that was another well, thing reason, too that was another reason why they knew this was a serious situation because yeah. immediately they found the phone in the car. So they knew I, he's not going yeah. anywhere without his phone. He's in trouble. And, and I think something's right. Up. And I think his family, his family, and his friends had said he, he's twenty five. He's not hey, leaving somewhere him. without his. No, he didn't. He's not going anywhere without his phone. So I think that was something too. And right. that's what I remember. It wasn't like oh, this guy's off. Like right, let's look for him because we don't know where he's at. Like because right now we have that that family of four that is like a family of missing people, and they were just located safely up in the UP but it's like people are like hey we need to find them but it's not this big emergent thing where I remember when this came out it was like we need to find him now and we need to make sure that he is safe now. because there was a worry right. from the very beginning that he was going to be found dead that was kind of like the the, right. the well, especially like you that. said he he has attempted his life before so even if this isn't you know he's been murdered Clearly, him right. leaving his phone means that he's right. no longer, right. you know. His right. roommate, the girl that worked at the mm-hmm. salon with him, I mean, mm-hmm. they knew, she had talked to him that night. They knew this was a big risk yeah. for him to go do this to start with. Right. You know? Right. Right. So they were really already nervous. He was, you know, they knew this was a risky situation to get into. He's going to go for it. You know what I mean? Type of thing. Right. Right. And that's a, yeah, 
I mean, I don't know. It's a weird, weird situation and it's unfortunate because the whole thing started with he found out somebody he didn't want to see was going to be at a family dinner. So instead of going to that, he decided to jump on Grinder. And uh, it's just kind of an well, unfortunate thing. And also, thing. like, how sh- like shitty of a family to invite someone that they know their, you know, son or nephew yeah. doesn't like or want to be around. Right. Yeah. And it may have not been an issue so much where, like, he's like, hey, they're going to be there. I'll just see you guys tomorrow. So maybe wasn't so much of an issue, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of what a strange, kinda... strange thing. It's just craziness. What a sad thing, you know. It, is, it shouldn't yeah. have happened. It shouldn't have ever gotten this far. Like well, I said, after two nine one one calls. Yeah, right. And then this was the third one. But then going back to the house, like, why does the brother want the house so bad? Are there more victims? And that's something yeah. too. Like Probably now we won't. We won't ever know. That house, that's for sure. Yeah, right. But because it's still under investigation, no matter if the brother owns it or not, they it's, it's not. No, it's no longer. It's no longer no. under investigation. There's nothing. It's been two years. There's nothing no, they're going to be able to do. Yeah, he just, I know. He but was why just, it was still was under just, investigation and when before the brother got it back, they should have dug up. That's what I'm saying. It should have never yeah. been sold that fast right. because there's no way they could have yeah. checked the whole house. It should never have been sold that, and that tells you that the county had a reason to want to unload that house real fast. Because mm-hmm. they yeah. probably knew that there was more victims, and they didn't want to, yeah, yeah, be responsible. Yeah, again, so they probably should have just sold it to Paul psychic. to begin with. Yeah, where is our? Psychic? We have got to get ourselves a health psychic. Yeah. Cassie, you live in Portland, Oregon. You're everywhere there, so you we passed. We saw one. We saw psychic. one the entire time. We, only last year. we saw it. one. Yeah, there is and not, where was they're that? Not where on every we were I, I don't remember. I, I don't even remember where we were. It's oh, probably you know, down. We were, we went to, down. I think it was Poises. We went to Poises to have lunch, uh, um, that brunch, or was it? Mm-hmm. We just need to go down to Louisiana. All I know is we need help like that would give us some ideas. And then yeah. we'll drive her by that property, see if she picks <laughs> up on anybody down yeah. there. Yeah. I'm the, sure she would. Well, the I thing just, though, too, is this, this house is for... across the street from a cemetery. So even a psychic, they're probably going to pick up on dead bodies because across the street things, are yeah. cemeteries. Well, that's right. probably where, if there are victims, uh, that's a yeah, good they're place probably to buried. Them. Yeah. Good place Fresh to put them. No. Yeah, dig up a little bit and bury them. So oh, any victims he had, he put that chemicals he probably put them yeah he probably put them in the acid but yeah they're gone yeah or yeah because i mean he his plans with kevin bacon was to make jerky which is very common in our area right Right. and then use yeah to make it into fertilizer but like we have this happened again in october november december which is hunting season for the state of michigan you know so i think that's something too where he that's why i don't like jerky yeah he probably could have got away with a lot of this he was probably doing this for years and selling the jerky to people. Like, hey, here's some of my venison jerky. Go ahead. I was just it. thinking of that place Tastes near uh, Uncle John's that sells yeah. like yeah, exotic yeah. jerky. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. You've ate a lot of jerky out of that place. <laughs> well, I've know never I've eaten heard, jerky out of that place. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say, oh, the venison jerky around this area is so good. Is it? Yeah. Is <laughs> it? Gross. Venison I'm so glad I don't like jerky. Yeah. Venison is very good here. It's not wherever you go. Okay, there you guys got anything else? Murder mystery, I'm, just, I'm still trying to figure out this guy. I mean, what anybody sees in him. You know, all the victims said, oh. He's a very scary picture. looking guy to begin with. Yeah. Like, there's yeah, no way I'm going to have sex with this I mean, I just looked him up and I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Well, I think and also the guy. pictures you are seeing as, I think the pictures you're seeing are from when he's in jail. But I've seen oh, pictures of him when well, he's no, clean shaven. No, I've seen. No, these are. Yeah. Well, okay, but look I've at how them. he looks in the kilt. And yeah. unfortunately, a lot of people look don't look past a lot of things when you see muscles like that. Yeah. Well, I remember I at the time too, when it happened and he got arrested, they were showing pictures of him, and I'm like, who would go have sex well, with this person? He I mean, probably he was, was putting though. different pictures. He was probably putting different pictures on his grinder yeah. account. That's the thing is because, that you yeah. can put whatever picture you want. It could be from like 10 years ago and nobody knows what you're going to show up right. looking like. And I and do, I do, I've seen pictures that of him. Could, I mean, clean. even with this. No, he's, but he looks a lot better when he's, he's clean just, shaven. So, mm -hmm. but hey, hey, to each its own because, you know, the way he looks in all the pictures with his leather kilt and stuff, go to the Renaissance Festival. You'll find a billion of those people. So he looks he just like everybody yeah. there. Yeah, right. So Ugh. he looks like a tall, muscular white dude to me. Like, I don't know. I could, yeah. I could pass him in the street tomorrow. Nope. Anyways, let's wrap this up, you guys. Thank you so much for coming in, uh, joining us this week. Um, hope you are enjoying our show uh, please give us some comments and we will see you next week on the family school of thought bye everybody bye, bye.